Hello, everyone out there. Tonight, I want to talk about three reasons why you're suffering. Three reasons why you're suffering. Every one of us suffers. But three reasons why you're suffering. Number one, it's because you don't understand suffering. Number two, it may be all that you know. Some people are so used to suffering, they just think that it's all they're supposed to do in life. It's all they're supposed to be accustomed to. And three, you may be so used to being a victim of it. That's also the reason that you're accustomed of it. So suffering. Would you rather suffer to suffer and die or would you rather suffer to suffer and gain? The definition of suffering is to undergo pain, distress, or hardship. Suffering is something that is very unpleasant. It is something that also is supposed to come and it is something that is supposed to go. It is something that we cannot get out of. It is, it's inevitable. It is also associated with the perception of harm or threat of harm in an individual. And what that mean is that sometimes we suffer on the sight of things that are not actually going to happen. We perceive that something is going to happen or we perceive that something or someone is going to do something to us that may really never happen. And we begin to suffer before suffering ever actually happens. And this is how people get stuck in one of the three things that I first mentioned as far as suffering is something that that's all that people know, or they become a victim of suffering. So they stay stuck in a lifestyle of feeling like I'm always suffering from something or someone, something that they may have done to them or or something that they continually experience. So I really want people to understand suffering because I hear so many people continually complain about their life and how it's woe, it's me, and they're not getting the fulfillment out of their lives when if they just understood pain and they understood suffering and its purpose. Tonight is not just to talk about suffering and our pain, but it's to actually talk about how suffering actually has a purpose in our lives. If we would just understand it and put it in its rightful place and allow it to happen purposefully in our life, we wouldn't have to wallow in our suffering. Suffering can actually be beneficial for us. I recall coming up with so much issues and suffering so much myself, when you suffer as a child, you're given that suffering because you don't have any knowledge. You don't have any understanding. Our parents and adults are placed in our lives to give us that knowledge, to guide us and, you know, to protect us. When you not been protected as a child, you're faced with whatever. So that type of suffering is a pain that You need someone to kind of explain to you why that happened when you're a child. And unfortunately for so many children out there, they don't get that explanation. They actually get the pain and the suffering and then they grow up and they become these adults trying to manage and try to make it through life. And they're responsible for figuring these things out in life, which is why they fall into one of the three points that I mentioned earlier of 
you know, not being able to understand uh, what suffering is about, uh, becoming a victim of it and suffering being all they know, they become accustomed of it. So they actually start to draw suffering into their life. They start to make it a cycle of behavior, but suffering. When I speak of suffering to suffer and die, that's those three things. But there's a suffering where you suffer to an extent and then there's a turning point in your life where something good happens and then you understand what the suffering you have suffered has led you to a breaking point that has brought you into a greater season. Suffering also can help you to grow. It teaches you what not to return back to. The difficult part of suffering is that when you're in the suffering, it feels like forever. When you're in the suffering, it feels like you're drowning, like you can't ever see your way out of it. It it feels like it'll never be over. But when that suffering subsides, there's a lesson there. And that's when realization happens. That's when the lesson teaches you whatever it is that you were supposed to learn. Growing up with a childhood that was filled with trauma, I grew into my adulthood just thinking that it's always going to be something. I'm always supposed to go through something. I believe I learned this through religion, too. I was always taught like, (laughs) you know, the enemy is going to be fighting you and there's always going to be something coming up, which, so to speak, That has a point, but we have to be mindful how we proclaim that out of our mouths, because sometimes we're actually speaking that through the law of attraction, that something negative is supposed to be attacking us all the time. And that's not so when when things happen, sometimes they're just happening. We have to let them be. But when we're speaking them, sometimes we're speaking unnecessary damnation unto our life. Sometimes we're speaking unnecessary suffering unto our life. And sometimes we're causing suffering to happen in our life when we don't have to suffer. There's a difference. There's a difference between unexpected suffering happen. We lose a loved one. So we suffer. Uh, Cancer hits our family and we have to take care of them. So we suffer. Um, Those are unexpected sufferings that we have to experience and we have to go through and we have to persevere and we have to lean on one another. We have to draw strength and we have to draw faith. And then there's different type of sufferings where we go through something and it's supposed to teach us a lesson, but we while in it and we become so victimized by it that we don't learn the lesson. So we keep repeating the suffering. I was speaking with someone last week and we were talking about different things like about our health. And, um, this person was smoking cigarettes and we were talking about our diets and exercise and everything I was giving that person in regards to advice. They were like, nah, I don't like that. I don't eat that. I don't do that. And I said, well, would you rather suffer to suffer or would you rather suffer to gain? I said, because you smoke cigarettes all day. You don't want to follow this regimen. Um, pick your poison. And I said, and I'm not saying that to be mean because what I just said to you has to apply to my own life as well. If you smoke cigarettes, would you rather smoke cigarettes until you start coughing your lungs up and you get diagnosed with cancer? And then everybody's supposed to say, whoa, it's you. We're going to feel sorry for you that you, you know, you're sick and you're dying. Or would you rather suffer because you can't have cigarettes while you go through the process of suffering to quit? 
Would you rather suffer because you really want a cigarette? I really need that cigarette. I got to wear this patch. I got to chew this gum. I got to go through this program. I got to gain this weight for the time being. I got to start working out. I got to do all this types of suffering. But eventually, as you stick with that discipline, and of course, you'll fall off for a while and you might go back to smoking some. But eventually you get to that point where you've done that suffering for so long, you don't need cigarettes anymore. And that's one less thing in your life that you're suffering from. So now you gain something. You gained a piece of your health back. Are we suffering to suffer, to die? And that was it. Or are we suffering to suffer for gain? That's what I'm talking about tonight. I recall that when I was suffering so much, I started feeling sorry for myself going back to my childhood trauma. Uh, and when I became an adult, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I can't think right. Uh, I'm failing out of school. Um, you know, I was never taught these things. Nobody really taught me how to do all this stuff. It was always everybody else. And I was bringing suffering on my own self because it took a long time for me to understand like, yes, nobody didn't sit down and teach you these fundamentals. People were yelling at you, but as an adult, none of that stuff matters. You have to shift your focus to the fact is now you're an adult and you're lazy. You're not disciplined. You won't take the time out to sit still. You won't take the time out to actually care about what it is you're supposed to be focused on to come up with a designated plan and to actually suffer the fact that you can't go out with your friends to suffer the fact that you can't sit down in front of the TV anymore um, and watch your shows and eat your food. You actually have to open your books, Kiara. You actually have to read the stuff you're supposed to read. You actually have to read the objectives and the, and the, uh, the syllabus for your assignments you actually have to do the work. People really don't want to do the work. So they suffer and then they want to complain about their suffering, but they don't realize that the more that they do that is leading them to a very fast demise is leading them to an ending that is not that great. So if we're suffering every day anyway, why not suffer for the right things? Why not go ahead and make a choice to make small changes so that you can feel better so that you can do better? I had to get to a point recently where it was like, I don't want God to have to humble me through my health by making me feel sick because I want to eat what I want to eat. Do I suffer to suffer to die or do I suffer a little bit when I want chips and when I want sweets all the time? Or do I go ahead and go through this process of starting to break myself from things? Because I used to be a binge eater. I used to eat because I was depressed and I used to eat because I was isolated as a child. And when you're isolated, I never knew this about binge eating, but when you're isolated a lot, and you don't, you have a lot of things taken from you. Binge eaters like to do things in hiding. They like to be alone and they like to be in control of things. So what they do is they hoard food. And this is not every binge eater, um, but specifically for some, they like to hoard food because it makes them feel in control. And of course their emotions are out of control. So that's their way of feeling in control by getting out of control with their eating, but they do it in this private setting. So when I was recently thinking about the fact that that my 
my, my eating habits were still poor. I had to kind of reflect back to my own medicine that I was giving someone else to say, listen, you've healed from so many things. You still have these bad habits. You've come into this place of self-care and self-love. It's kind of time to go ahead and let those things go because now you're not doing them out of pain. You're doing them out of habit. You were suffering a suffering then that you didn't have control over because there was so much stuff that you were going through and so much stuff that you had to figure out and you had to come out of. But now that you came out of them, you have a sole responsibility for yourself to go ahead through another type of suffering that's for better because I understand this type of suffering to be a discipline for betterment. Because I love myself because I want better. And what I mean at this point of suffering is suffering is good for you as well. And I hope no one chooses to take suffering out of context because when I was researching suffering, I was looking up some different things. People who want to operate out of one of the, the three steps that I talked about earlier, including victimization, they were making excuses for their pain. When you're in pain long enough, you don't want to see outside of it. And one of the examples that I saw, uh, someone spoke of their pain. They said, people, you're talking about suffering and how people shouldn't feel sorry for themselves. And I'm not saying that, but you're going to go through seasons when you suffer and you feel bad and you feel what you feel. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about when you begin to be a victim for too long, other people begin to suffer at the hand of your suffering and it is unnecessary. Someone spoke about until you you've been through another person's suffering, you wouldn't know what it feels like to suffer. And I could understand that, but only to an extent. The example that the person gave, they were talking about until you had a child that died of cancer, you will never be able to understand that parent's suffering. And I totally agree with that, but only to an extent. And when I said the reason why I wanted to talk about suffering and understanding it and not being a victim of it is because although that parent has suffered losing that child to cancer, that parent also has, there's other parents out there who has those types of scenarios with other children. And when parents check out too long, those other children suffer. And even though that's not my actual situation, I've had a friend who actually went through that experience. And with that situation coming up, that 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 friend ended up getting left behind. And that's not fair. So that that friend ended up taking on not just the suffering of someone else, but a different type of suffering. So do we suffer to suffer or do we suffer to gain? Because in that experience, you have to heal and you have to move forward through some things and you have to deal with some things. It doesn't mean that you have to let everything go, but it means that you have to come to a place to utilize your suffering for a greater good. I had an option. I could take all of the traumas that I experienced, all of the hardship, and I can do nothing with them. Or I could take all of them and I can do something with them. And I had to figure out what that was. Nobody was able to help me with that. And I had to use them as building blocks. And that's what I did with my therapy. Um, people need to understand that. Don't think you're suffering for the wrong reasons. That's what makes suffering so difficult. People feel like 
I'm going through something and it's only me. It's, it's, this is unbearable. I don't know why it's me. I don't know why I'm going through it. No, that's not. It's, it's actually a profound reason and it's a profound way to happiness because when you go through for so long, once you come out of that, when you see your level of growth, when you learn those lessons and you see how much it brings you forward, you start to be more grateful. You start to, you're more wise, you're wiser for one. You're more grateful and you understand what happiness truly is. Happiness goes way deeper than a lot of the things that are surfaced like money and materialistic things. We understand health. We understand mental health. We, when you've been very depressed where you can't dress yourself and you don't want to wash yourself and you come out of that, you, you, you're just happy to be up going out to wash the car or going out to hang out just to, to meet somebody is good for you. So we appreciate that, but to suffer, just to suffer and complain and to do nothing about your situation is to die and to have not lived and done nothing, but to suffer throughout the day and to suffer and to gain so that you can share your experience so that you can actually come into a place where everything that you went through was for a purpose is what this conversation is about. So if you're in a place in your life right now where you're going through something that is very, very heavy, where you feel like you're in a lot of pain, where you're in a lot of distress, I just want to encourage you. I want you to be mindful of what you're going through. If you're going through it so bad where you feel like you're drowning, where you're about to give up. I want you to take a step back from your situation. Do not drown in your situation. If you need to get help, you know, my motto, always reach out for help when things get so overwhelming, when things become overbearing and you can't see when we're super angry, when we're super depressed, when we're super emotional, we can't trust our own selves. We need someone else with clarity to that can see clearly that can tell us something we really need to hear that can encourage us the way we need to be encouraged for that moment. Reach out to someone else, reach out to someone else. You don't have to suffer alone. You do not have to suffer alone, but you do have to suffer in the moments when it's appropriate because it's for a greater gain. But for individuals who are suffering and they're suffering without a reason, that makes no sense. If you're going to suffer, at least suffer for a purpose. Don't suffer just to suffer and die. I hope this message met somebody tonight. I hope you could pull something from it that was encouraging. Uh, Again, If you're going to suffer, suffer for gain. Don't suffer to suffer just to die. Reach out to me, the unspoken soul podcast at gmail.com, or you can text me one three zero two five one four three three zero one. I hope everyone is having a great week. Listen, suffering has to happen. Everyone is going through something in this COVID right now. Let's not let it go over our head, but let's do something with the pains that we are all experiencing in one way or another. I love y'all. Have a good night.